the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What is going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little sledgehammer from Peter Gabriel and his So album, which came out in 1986. This week in 1986, actually, I believe it was the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the 14th of, no, excuse me, it was the 19th of May when this album came out in 1986. So we will play uh, some different uh, songs from that album. Also this week, The Cure's Staring at the Sea, the singles, uh, and a bunch of others. The Kinks, uh, Billy Joel, uh, his Turnstiles album. uh, Just a lot of uh, really, really uh, good stuff uh, that came out this week in uh, 19... Well, actually in 1986, but, you know, uh, Prince came out with Parade in 1986, the Ramones' Animal Boy... A lot of good, a lot of good stuff in 1986. But anyway, we will play some stuff from Peter Gabriel uh, during the course uh, of this program. Which, by the way, for right now, has no guests. Um, I wasn't able to book anybody uh, as of right now. That could change. Obviously, I record the show during the week, so who knows? Things may pop up. Um, but uh, as of right now, we will have no guests on the program. Uh, you know, for this week's show. Next week, I think we're going to have somebody. Uh, not sure yet. Um, but, uh, you know, we're working on some stuff and, you know, Atlantic city beer music festival is getting, uh, going to be in a couple of weeks. It's, uh, the summer is coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of the summer, we mentioned this last week. We'll mention it again. And we will certainly have Sean Torres on from Killsboro, uh, when they start announcing some of the breweries, um, and the pizza places and things of that nature. But the pizza party is back. Early bird tickets are on sale now for 55 bucks. Now, once those tickets go, um, the tickets jump up to $65. You get four hours. It's an outdoor picnic-style event. It's unlimited beer samples from local breweries like Killsboro uh, and others. And then you get fresh pizza made by some of the best Staten Island pizzerias in New York City. It's awesome. A lot of Staten Island pizzerias will be there, a couple of Brooklyn ones as well. Uh, it is a phenomenal event. This is the third year that they're doing it. They have raised uh, at 20000 for Snug Harbor Cultural Center. They hope to raise even more this year. It is a fantastic event. I will certainly be there. I've already purchased my tickets. I am in, and I will be there. And if you're there and you see me, please stop by, say hello. Um, It's a lot of fun. Make sure you bring chairs and make sure you bring some shade because there is none. So, you know, a canopy or something. uh, You can't set up a tent, I don't think, but you can set up a little canopy or something to uh, protect you from the sun because, believe me, there's one big tree in that area, and there's there's really no other... Uh, shade. It is uh, July 29th from noon to 4 p.m. PizzaParty.Killsboro.com is the website uh, for more information. Our good friends at Torch and Gra- uh, Crown Brewing have opened up their beer garden in Union Square. It is open all summer long 
for your favorite Torch and Crown beers, an array of craft cocktails, and quality wines, as well as a food menu that features ingredients sourced from the Green Marker. Walk-ins only, uh, Tuesday through Friday from 3 to 10 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from noon to 10 p.m. So they're open a little bit later uh, during the day in Union Square, but you can go there 3 to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday from noon to 10, uh, which is pretty awesome. So they are at Union Square um, as of now, and of course you can go visit them over on Varick Street as well um, for their full menu and and you know great beer and co- craft cocktails that are made with uh, New York spirits. It's just an awesome experience. Also coming soon from Torch and Crown, a beer can chicken beer. It's a collaboration with Purdue Chickens. Yeah, that's right. The beer is going to be a summer ale brewed with citra hops, honey, rosemary, thyme, and pink peppercorn. It'll uh, uh, it's a five and a half percent ABV beer. Uh, it's a 12-ounce can, which is interesting because I don't think I don't think Torch and Crown has ever done a 12-ounce can. And, and John, if you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think you guys have done a 12-ounce can. Uh, it also includes a QR code with instructions for how to use it at your next barbecue. That's pretty cool. i got to get John back on the program again, John Dantzler. I mean, we always have a great time uh, discussing, you know, not only his brewery but the business itself. Um, so maybe we'll, you know what, maybe we got to head over to Torch and Crown and, uh, and do an interview from there and have a little bit of fun. We'll see. Uh, Ace Cider, a premium craft cider company, wholly owned subsidiary of Vintage Wine Estates, has introduced its newest product. It's called Ace High Imperial Pineapple. Uh, it is available across the country now. It's an 8% ABV version of the top-selling Ace Pineapple. Wow, that's a pretty strong cider. Uh, 12-ounce aluminum cans. Um, it is, let's see, it is, let me just make sure I got this all right here. It is, uh, made from hundred percent fermented fruit juices is both gluten-free and vegan, no sugar added. Uh, it is available, as I said, in 12 ounce cans for a six pack and on draft at select locations across the country. AceCider.com is the website for more information and where you can pick up your Ace Cider Imperial Pineapple cans. Um, our good friends from Weldworks has released a hard tea, which is available in 16-ounce cans now at the Weldworks Tap Room. Uh, it is also in participating retailers within the brewery's distribution footprint across Colorado coming up in about a week or so. It is an approachable 5% ABV, perfect for the warmer months to come. Uh, and, and as I said, it is already available in the Weldworks Tap Room, uh, but it is, uh, it is rolling out to other markets uh, throughout Colorado in mid-May. Uh, as for national distribution, they haven't announced that yet. I think they're eventually going to get it out there. But for right now, it will just be in Colorado. Uh, Avery Brewing Company, excited to announce their 30th anniversary, three decades of brewing excellence. They're having a 30th anniversary Invitational Beer Festival, and they're also releasing a special beer as well, the anniversary barrel Age Strong Ale. Uh, this takes place July 29th at Avery Brewery Company. The festival will be a ticketed event, features beer, food trucks, live music, and more. The barrel Age Strong Ale Represents 30 years of brewing experience by blending various styles and brewing techniques. It's a a barrel-aged exclusively in Stranahan, Colorado whiskey barrels. A high ABV of 12%, uh, pouring a deep amber color. The Strong Ale is a true masterpiece highlighting and celebrating Avery's in a bottle. Uh, Again, it's Saturday, July 29th, 1 to 5 p.m. at Avery Brewing Brewing Company. For more uh, tickets and more information, averybrewing.com. Uh, so, again, their uh, big 30th anniversary party coming up Saturday, July 29th from 1 to 5 p.m. And then finally, before we break here, a number of New Jersey brewery closings uh, that I want to I spotlight here. 
when we and, and uh, in our next break we're going to do the World Beer Cup winners um, that were announced uh, a week ago in Nashville. Uh, a bunch of locals uh, did win, so we'll get that information uh, out to you in our next break. But a lot of brewery closings in the state of New Jersey, and as the restrictions continue, and it shows no sign of changing anytime soon, this is a major problem, and this needs to be addressed. Now, some of these closings are for various reasons. We'll get into it. So Seven Mile Brewery has closed. Um, the owners are retiring, so that's why it's closing. So I, I, I understand it. And the statement from them, they said, as sure as this glass is empty, our hearts are filled with joy. We thank you all for the opportunity to serve you in the community. We are grateful and not dead for the staff that has served us. More importantly, we are thankful for all the friendships that have touched our lives forever. Uh, they got rid of the last of the kegs on tap. They had sold cases of their beers. Um, they were very happy, um, you know, with um, you know with how things went. But the owners, you know, getting older and decided, you know what, it's time to retire and move on. And I can certainly understand that. Whether the retirement had to do with the restrictions in New Jersey or they just decided to um, to walk away because they were done, that remains to be seen. Now, Bull and Bear Brewing in Summit, New Jersey, did not pay their brewing license. They didn't pay their, their, their licenses. And so they had to close um, in early May. Now, what I'm hearing from various social media posts, they have a very high rent where they are in Summit, New Jersey. It's not exactly cheap to open a business there. And they have other bills, obviously, that they have to pay. And choices were made. Pay this or pay that. Um, they've been closed now for two, two weeks. They say they're going to reopen soon. It's just a hiccup. But when you allow something like that to happen where, you know, you've, you've basically let your bills lapse, that's not a good thing. Now, it's not that Bull and Bear isn't putting out good beer, but that is a problem. We'll see when they address it, and hopefully they will be back open soon. Uh, Cross Keys Brewing Company in Williamstown, New Jersey, closer to Philadelphia, um, you, you know, off the Atlantic City Expressway. They opened in 2018. It looks like the brewery is being sold. There's been no explanation given. They say there's going to be some changes being made. So whether or not it's been sold or they're closing remains to be seen. Um, well, let's hope it's a sale and somebody else is going to come in and take over. And then finally, uh, High Rail Brewing Company in Highbridge. An accident last June closed the brewery for about a month. Um, a car had barreled through the three-story building, caused severe damage, and unfortunately, they never really recovered from it. Um, and so it looks like they're going to be closing uh, in the coming weeks because they're not able to sustain their business. Obviously, not enough people were coming in uh, to the brewery in Highbridge. You know, I've heard good things about them. I don't think I had anything from them, uh, but um, heard good things and, a ni- you know, a nice little... Hunterdon County Trail of breweries and stuff. And so it's a shame. So we're seeing these breweries closing over and over now in Jersey. We're seeing a lot more of it, and it's being accelerated. Um, And I think some of it has to do with finances, and some of it has to do with the restrictions that you can't do certain things. This is a problem, and New Jersey needs to address it. And the governor has the ability to end a lot of these restrictions with the stroke of a pen and then let the the lawmakers sort it it out. Liquor license reform is not going to happen immediately, and it may not happen for the next 10 years. Bottom line. When we come back after a short break, we'll have more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
That's right. We rock Ronnie James Dio from his second solo effort, uh, The Last in Line. Uh, what a, you know, and I, this is such a crazy week. So I mentioned at the beginning of the show, and welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I mentioned Peter Gabriel. We'll play some more Peter Gabriel in our next break. But I would be remiss if I, you know, forget some legendary artists that, that passed away this past week. Uh, it's 13 years that Ronnie James Dio is no longer with us. Um, very bad. I believe it was stomach cancer um, and ended up passing away. His uh, autobiography is tremendous. Uh, you absolutely have to read it. Um, and the documentary uh, is fantastic as well. It was on Showtime. I'm sure you can get it at some point. Uh, but Ronnie had some voice. I mean, as a solo artist, Black Sabbath, Elf, Rainbow. I mean, just unbelievable. Heaven and Hell. All of it. Just just amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right. Uh, no guests on the program. We've got a lot of news and notes to get to, so we're going to dive right in. I'm not even going to tell you where to follow me. If you haven't been able to figure it out by now, uh, Gatulo on Instagram, at Al Gatulo on Twitter, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. We're all over the place. Just check us out. AG Craft Beer Cast. Do a search. You'll find all the stuff that you need. Uh, our good friends at Stone Brewing uh, have released their Stone Enjoy by July 4th of this year. Tangerine Pineapple IPA about to hit those shelves. They're calling it Summer Underway. A fruitively fresh 9% double IPA, red, white, and brewed to be enjoyed before Independence Day. It's available already this week. Uh, it'll be around the country very soon. Uh, stonebrewing.com uh, for more information on that. I, I love the Enjoy By series. I think it's great, um, and it's definitely something that if I see it, I will absolutely drink it. Now, our good friends from Trogues have announced a Summer Better Giveaway Sweepstakes. The Text to Win contest invites beer drinkers to enter for a chance to win amazing prizes and create the ultimate summer getaway. A lo- one lucky winner will receive a grand prize, including a $500 Hip Camp gift card and a $500 Visa gift card to create a personalized outdoor summer experience. Also included is a Pennsylvania-made 10.5-inch Stargazer cast iron pan, as well as two Trogues customized summer essentials, a soft-shell can cooler, and a Nomadex Festival Blanket. Ten runner-up winners will each receive a $100 Visa gift card and a 10.5-inch Stargazer cast iron pan, as well as the Trogues Nomadex Festival Blanket and a soft-shell can cooler. The giveaway coincides with the release of the Hershey, Pennsylvania Brewery Summer Better Variety 15-pack. It includes year-round favorites, Perpetual IPA and Summer Pilsner, limited summer releases like Field Study IPA and Perpetual Haze, Hazy IPA, and the never-before-released Summer's here, a crisp, refreshing, dry-hopped lager exclusive to the the 15-pack. To enter the contest, consumers can simply text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 844-553-2414. Again, that's BETTER to 844-553-2414, now through July 15th. Uh, additional details, official contest rules available at trogues.com slash better And the Summer Better 15-pack available everywhere Trogues beer is sold. Uh, you can use the Trogues Beer Finder to locate this and other Trogues beers. Very cool. And if you're entering the contest, good luck. Our friends from Weldworks Brewing have announced the inaugural Media Noche Market. It's a farmer's market-style event 
Attendees will be able to visit different booths that will be selling and providing samples of beer, purchase goods from local artisans, and enjoy live music on the Weldworks patio. The event open to the public noon to 5 p.m. on Saturday, June 17th. VIP tickets, $50 plus fees. It includes access into the market starting at 11 a.m., a VIP bottle of coconut scoop, Tasty Fair, a tote bag, and 10% off all to go beer on June 17th. It uh, goes on sale. Uh, it's actually, uh, it goes on sale tomorrow via Eventbrite at noon. That's May the 22nd at noon via Eventbrite. The brewery will also have a limited quantity of mystery boxes for 45 bucks and includes Weldworks highest acclaimed barrel aged beers and a surprise merchandise item for sale starting at noon at the Media Noche Market. Now, uh, the following beers Weldworks will have available to sample or purchase. They're going to have Belgian Waffle Media Noche. I'm not going to go through all the descriptions. It's a lot. You can check out Weldwork's website in order to do that. We're sort of pressed for time, so I want to make sure we get all the information in. But here are the beers available to sample or purchase. Belgian Waffle Media Noche, as I said. Starry Mostra Noche. Uh, Elbow Room. It's a collaboration with the 8th State Brewing Company. Uh, Coconut Scoop in a collaboration with Three Sons Brewing Company. Um, Weller 12 Media Noche. And all of these beers, anywhere between two years, 18 months, uh, sitting in barrels, which is phenomenal. Uh, And then finally, the All Nuts Media Noche as well. Uh, Those will be available um, to sample or purchase. And then you can get on draft only production team staff beer, Dirty Monkey, road team staff beer, Thai Tea, front of house team staff beer, Horchata, and crew team staff beer, the Peach Pecan. All of those available draft only. So kudos to our friends uh, from Weldwork sounds like a fantastic event. And again, I've been trying to plan a vacation for this year, whether I go solo or I go with one of my friends. Um, my wife is not too keen on getting on a plane, so if I'm if I'm doing a vacation, you know, somewhere in the country that's uh, you know on a flight, I'm going somewhere where there's a big beer area. And I've not been to Colorado. I mean, I've been to De- I've been to the Colorado area, but I've never actually been to a lot of these breweries. Um, so I'm thinking that, or maybe back to San Diego again, maybe Portland, Oregon. I know that's a great hotspot for beer. I'm not really sure. Got to figure it out. Um, the Craft Beer Marketing Awards were announced last week. The Crushy winners uh, announced at the Craft Brewers Conference back in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, about a week and a half ago. Streamed on Facebook Live. In addition to the Crushy Trophy redesign, this year the CMBAs started a charity fundraiser category, Show Us Your Favorite Tattoo. It raised over $6,000 to benefit the Michael J. Jackson Foundation, the fund scholarships for black, indigenous, and people of color within the brewing and distilling trades. The proceeds raised from the charity category were presented on stage to Garrett Oliver, the founder and chair of MJF and the brewmaster of the Brooklyn Brewery. The winning tattoo, entered by Chris Jacobs from Beer Zombies Brewing Company in Las Vegas, Nevada, was drawn by tattoo artist Aaron Jackson from Ghost Tattoo in Las Vegas, um, kudos to him and congratulations on the award. Congratulations to everybody who won uh, Crushy Awards. Early bird entries for the 2024 CMBAs uh, and judge recruitment will start being accepted this September. For additional information, just head over to the craftbeermarketingawards.com. You can also click over there and find out the winners for the Crushies. So kudos to them as well. Left Hand Brewing Company has unveiled their new newest year-round brew, Breezy Does It. It's a passion fruit sour ale. Lively fruit notes, subtle malt, pleasantly floral Ella hops make Breezy Does It the ultimate companion for warm weather activities, patio parties, or a staycation. Light and refreshing, it's a 4.8% ABV. Breezy Does It is made 
for repeat enjoyment. It is available on draft and in six packs in Colorado and several other states in Left Hand's footprint. You can find the beer, lefthandbrewing.com slash beer dash finder. And then finally, if you got nothing to do first week of June and you're not going to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest, and I don't understand why you wouldn't be going because I'll be there along with a plethora of others, but great music from Dropkick Murphys on Saturday, 311 on Sunday, tickets still available, acbeerfest.com. Um, but if you got nothing to do and you're in upstate New York in the Mumford area of New York, History on Tap is back to Genesee Country Village and Museum uh, Friday, June 2nd from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Visitors can sample craft beer, wine, hard cider, meat, and non-alcoholic beverages from local craft breweries and vendors. You can enjoy live music, tour a working 19th century brewery, try GCV&M's historical beers brewed by Rohrbach Brewing Company, referencing 19th century recipes, play lawn games on the Village Square, and more. Tickets for History on Tap available now at gcv.org slash event slash history dash on dash tap dash two. The event sponsored by Rohrbach Brewing Company. If you follow me on Twitter, we'll tweet out a link to this. Um, but it's, it's a really cool event, and you'll learn all about the history of beer as well as beers that were made with 19th century recipes, which is really cool. So um, craft beer, wine, and ciders from nearly 30 local craft beverage partners in addition to the museum's two historic beers brewed by Rohrbach's Brewing Company, Stocking Hill Ale and Fat Ox Ale. Tastings set throughout the Village Square will give visitors the opportunity to enjoy the museum grounds after hours. Event goers can purchase handcrafted beer steins made on-site at Genesee Country Village and Museum by the Village Potter and have them filled with the museum's historic beers, which is very cool. In addition to the museum's culinary offerings, including the crowd favorite, fresh-baked soft pretzels sold on a stick, visitors can enjoy fare from the Rolling Deep Food Truck, Florida Nuthouse, and Laughing Gold Chocolates. Live music in the beer garden on the Village Square stage will be provided by Andrew Young and USP The Band. You can tour uh, Greaves Brewery. It's a reconstruction of a circa 1803 Geneva, New York brewery. GCVM, the only museum in the United States to showcase a working 19th century brewery. The uh, 1803 themed brewing demonstrations rely on gravity during much of the process, with liquids either pumped by hand or ladled into troughs throughout the building. It's very cool. Um, the uh, it's a 21 plus event. Valid form of ID must be presented at the door. Tickets for History on Tap thirty dollars for adults, twenty seven for museum members. Again, gcv.org for more information. This takes place on June the second. Very cool. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes from around the beer world, including the World Beer Cup winners uh, locally, New York and New Jersey. A couple of big winners there. We're going to check that out right after this on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. This song, anytime I hear it played, Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes from the So album, which was released this past week in 1986. The moment I hear that song, I think of one thing, the movie Say Anything. 
If you're of my age or somewhere around uh, the late 40s, early 50s, this song resonates with you. Um, You remember the scene, Lloyd Dobler, played by John Cusack. He's standing there with the boombox at um, uh, Diane Court's window, and he's playing this song because he loves her and he wants to be with her, and he can't be with her. It's an it's. The, the funny thing is, the movie came out a year after I graduated high school, and I know exactly that, like, the mood that he was in was exactly the mood that I was in in my senior year of high school with somebody that I was very much in love with and never got the opportunity to be with that person. I'll leave it at that. I'm still friends with this person to this day. She happens to be one of my closest friends, and I'll leave it at that. It's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, go ahead and watch it. It's phenomenal. Um, But every time I hear that song, that's exactly what I think of. And it's a great film. Great film. You know, when he tells Diane's father, oh, yeah, he's into kickboxing, sport of the future. (laughs) It's great. He doesn't want to sell anything, process anything. He just wants to to change the world. He doesn't know how he's going to do it, but he wants to figure it out. He wants to do something, but he's not sure what. Amazing. What a great movie, Say Anything, and Peter Gabriel. What a tremendous artist. All right, uh, World Beer Cup winners. Uh, There were obviously a number of them from across the country, but uh, locally there were some winners. And uh, spotlight a few of them, and my thanks to uh, Greg Zaccardi from uh, Ramstein Brewing, High Point Brewing, uh, for sending me the press release. This is awesome. I mean, I knew about this, but I'm I'm thankful that he sent the press release to me. So High Point Brewing, which is Ramstein Beer, I'm not going to get into the whole explanation behind it. We've talked about it before. We've had Greg on the program. I'll leave it at that. Go back and listen to the interview. Um, they received the gold award in the 2023 World Beer Cup, uh, which is a global beer competition, if you didn't know, that evaluates beers from around the world, recognizes the most outstanding brewers and their beers, again, from around the world. World Beer Cup recognized brewing excellence in 111 categories during the World Beer Cup Award Ceremony back on May the 10th at the Music City Center in Nashville. High Point Brewing awarded a gold first place in the Vienna Amber Lager Beer Style category for its Ramstein Northern Hills Amber Lager, an elegant and balanced amber lager with a rich multi-aroma, smooth, toasty palate, and fresh noble hop character. The malt hops and yeast that are used to make Ramstein beer are imported directly from Bavaria. The beer's unique complex character is a result of these fine ingredients and carefully proper, uh, careful proper brewing methods. Uh, Greg Zaccardi, founder and president of High Point Brewing Company, in a quote says, I am deeply honored and blessed to receive this international award and extremely proud of our whole team. World Beer Cup winners selected by an international panel of 272 beer judges from 26 countries, widely regarded as the Olympics of Beer. The 2023 World Beer Cup featured 10,213 entries from 2,376 breweries in 51 countries. That's a remarkable accomplishment. Kudos to uh, Greg and his guys at High Point Brewing. Tremendous job to win the gold. That is uh, that is pretty pretty awesome. Um, and I'm trying to remember if I ha- have had their Amber Lager, their Northern Hills Amber Lager. I might not have, but maybe I may have to take a trip up there um, to get some. Now there were also other winners in New Jersey. Um, not, none of them won gold, but. Uh, but did win awards. So let's go through them. Mud Hen won a silver award for their Scotch Ale. Brick City won the bronze for their Belgian style or French style category for their beer Gloria. 
and Zigmeister won the bronze for the Black Lager Miner. Um, that's their um, that's their Schwartz beer, and that won a bronze. So kudos to all the breweries in New Jersey uh, for meddling, uh, which is pretty awesome. I mean, so you're talking uh, two, three, four. You're talking four New Jersey breweries won. Now in New York, listen to this. Prison City Pub and Brewery won a silver for their something, something, something dark sour, which is impressive because their IPA is one of the best in the world. But they won for a dark sour. This was in the fruited wood and barrel age category. And Prison City makes great beers. Blue Point Brewing won gold for Feel Good, which is an Australian-style pale ale. Kudos to them. I mean, AB InBev, they're cranking out beer that won a gold at the World Beer Cup. That's nothing to sneeze at. And then our good friends from Upward Brewing, who we just had on um, the owners, Dana and Dave, just a few weeks ago, they won uh, a silver for their base camp lager beer in the contemporary American-style lager category. Now, Upward has only been out for three years, and they won a silver. Kudos to them. Guys, great job, Dana and Dave. I mean, this is this is awesome. I mean, I knew about it already. Dana had sent me an email saying, hey, we won, uh, and I was already planning on putting it on the program, but what a tremendous job. Now, I can't wait. I'm going up in about a month and a half uh, to see uh, Robert Plant and uh, Allison Krause at Bethel, and my first stop is certainly going to be um, at Upward uh, Brewing because, uh, let me tell you something, they're making great beers. They're sort of the hidden little gem in the Catskills, um, and if you feel like taking a trip one day, just uh, hop on Route 17, take it right out to Livingston Manor, Get off. Catskill Brewing is right there when you pull in, but go a little bit further down the road and hit up Upward first and check out Beer Mountain. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And there's a lot of beer in the area, too. Roscoe Beer uh, is right is the exit before it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's a bunch of different places you know, in and around the area, but it is uh, Upward is just making some great, great stuff, and I'd love to get them into uh, New Jersey because I think that um, I think they would do very well in New Jersey. Let me put it to you that way. Also, uh, kudos to Epic Brewing in San Diego. Uh, they're friends of ours, taking home two awards, a silver for their American wheat and a bronze in the export stout category. Uh, again, it's one of those things where I'm sort of, am I leaning to go into San Diego again, or am I? should I go to a new place for the first time in Colorado? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I love San Diego. I could go back there a million times. There's so many great places. You can never have enough um, a beer in San Diego. Everything that these brewers make are fantastic. It's really hard. You really have to search for a bad beer in San Diego. Let me put it to you that way. Uh, and speaking of San Diego, our good friends from Coronado Brewing sent this press release of a new um, uh, second quarter beer that they have coming out, but also about their sales and stuff. Uh, first quarter sales look great for them, rising in many categories. They attribute their switch to Stone Distributing Company, a big reason for their success. In addition, they're adding a new seasonal IPA to the lineup. Uh, innovation remains a core focus for Coronado Brewing Company. Um, the uh, success of Rocky Point Hazy IPA, which was the first installment in Coronado's new Surf Break series, a rotating hazy IPA offering that kicked off in January, replacing CBC's previ- previous seasonal program. Uh, this offering has outsold the previous quarter one seasonal beer, uh, Haze on the Horizon, by over 100%, which is pretty impressive. They've had new brands come out, Nato, a Japanese lager, Rocky Point Hazy IPA, and the Marina Double IPA, the Mariner Double IPA, which was a collaboration with Society, which accounted for over 7% of total depletions in quarter one. Now, replacing Rocky Point as Coronado's newest Surf Break Series seasonal release, Cloud Break Hazy IPA, available in 16-ounce four-packs May through August. 
The beer is named after Fiji's heaviest left-hand reef break, known to be one of the most challenging and awe-inspiring barrels in the world. The beer showcases the complex flavors and aromas of a unique blend of hop varieties brewed with a combination of Idaho 7, Citra, Incognito, and dry-hopped with Amarillo, El Dorado, and Motueka hops for an explosion of juicy tropical fruit flavors pouring a hazy golden hue. Expect aromas notes, uh, aromatic notes excuse me, of apricot, papaya, melon, and tropical Lime, And then finally, the band, uh, not finally, uh, Rush has a new beer out. You know, their Golden Ale has been out, uh, which comes in at 5.5%. But they now have Xanabrew, like Xanadu, a Belgian Golden Strong Ale, brewed with freeze-dried honeydew melon, Huel melon hops, and Niagara uh, Riesling juice, complex and delicious with notes of apple, pear, stone fruit, honeydew, citrus, and spice, sage, cracked black pepper. Beer finishes dry, allowing the esters and phenolic 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 characters to take center stage it's a big beer this one ten and a half percent the band recommends that you please sit in a comfortable chair while drinking it of course it is released in conjunction with henderson brewing and you can order it in the united states as well uh our friends from ross brewing goza berry their 4.2 percent mixed berry sour ale made with gooseberries blackberries raspberries coriander and salt Using locally grown gooseberries in this beer, it is out now. Uh, it is uh, in stores and available in their tasting room, which has now been open for a few weeks. Kudos to them. You can get that beer there as well. And then finally, New York State lawmakers considering a bill that would allow supermarkets to sell wine. 40 states currently allow wine to be sold in grocery stores. Sponsors of the bill hoping it passes by the end of the legislative session. The measure would not include convenience stores, gas stations, or big box stores. Grocers would also be incentivized to sell wine from New York, which uh, let's hope that that bill gets through. I think there's a strong possibility that that will happen, as opposed to New Jersey, who can't get anything straight because the lawmakers are completely confused. When we come back after a short break, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Tulo Craft Beer Cast for this week, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Show Me How to Live from the band Audio Slave, and of course, the uh, vocalist, lead vocalist, rhythm guitarist, and primary lyricist for both the rock bands Audio Slave and Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, who, um, it's hard to believe that he died earlier this week, May the 18th, in 2017, that he's been gone for my goodness, it's six years now. Um, what an amazing talent! What an unbelievable uh, voice! His writing was just amazing. Um, Soundgarden was phenomenal in the '90s. 
um, uh, you know, part of that grunge effort, and then he did some solo stuff, and then created Audio Slave uh, with Tom Morello from uh, Rage Against the Machine, and then you know moved on to doing solo stuff again, and then started to write um, soundtracks for movies, and was having a prolific career uh, doing that, which was amazing. Um, if you remember the uh, the uh, first James Bond movie with. Um, uh, oh my God! I almost said uh, <laughs> I almost said Timothy Dalton. Oh my God! Why is his name escaping me at this point? Um, wow! You see, this is what happens when you're taping shows very early in the morning, and you forget. Um, uh, let's see. I I actually have to look it up, and I'm looking right at his face, and I can't. Daniel Craig. My God Almighty. First movie with Daniel uh, with Daniel Craig, uh, Casino Royale, Chris Cornell wrote the theme song and sang it, uh, Do You Know My Name? It was a phenomenal song. Um, but he was doing other stuff, and um, he ended up um, asphyxiating himself in a hotel room uh, in Michigan where he was playing. I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was Soundgarden or if he was doing solo stuff. I think it, it might have been, been Soundgarden. I saw him once at the Beacon Theater. Um... Right after Audio Slave had broken up, a friend of mine had gotten me tickets very close to the stage. I ended up getting a drumstick that night. I have no idea where that drumstick is. My friend got a couple of guitar picks. Um, It was just a phenomenal show. Brought his kids out on stage. It was their birthday. He was singing to them. It was just it was a a wonderful, uh, wonderful show and a talent that we certainly miss uh, in Chris Cornell. We played some Ronnie James Dio earlier in the show. Uh, He's gone now 13 years um, after suffering from that severe cancer that he had and was trying to fight it, trying to fight it. And if you haven't seen the documentary of Ronnie James Dio, you should. Uh, it is a great documentary. A lot of uh, great artists um, are interviewed um, in that documentary in the starting of uh, you know Ronnie's career. And it's basically, um, it mirrors the book, his autobiography that was released by his wife, Wendy Dio, um, after, um, it just, what was it, just last year, I think it was, uh, was the book. Uh, the book had come out. So uh, really cool if you want to check that out. But Chris Cornell, what a talent. What an amazing talent. Um, he has certainly missed. All right, so uh, a shortened version sort of of Suds and Duds. I, I have about five beers. First off, the uh, Beer Bacon Barbecue, uh, the B3 showdown uh, this past weekend was fantastic. We had a great time. Wonderful turnout. We'll do a full review of that on next week's program uh, of all the different beers and the food and all the cool stuff that was there uh, because, as always, my friend Allison puts on an amazing event uh, just outside of Men in Arena uh, in Morristown. It's a great time. There's music. There's stuff. To, it's just it's fantastic. I love judging it every year. My stomach is, you know, <laughs> full as could be, um, but it is a, uh, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal event. And she runs all these different uh, events throughout the summer, food truck events, uh, beer events. There's a big one in Chester coming up in July. Um, I will try to get to that. It's usually one of those hit or miss. It depends on the day um, if we have anything going on. Um, I mentioned about the pizza party earlier in the show. We're going to get Sean Torres on in the show in the next couple of weeks as he's announcing breweries um, because that is always a fun event. Uh, the tickets are on sale now. Uh, they will go up in price once the early bird uh, tickets are uh, are sold out uh, at $55. Then it goes up to 65 bucks. But still, even for $65, it's four hours of, a, of unlimited pours and pretty much all the pizza you can eat. And I, usually, I think the first year was eight slices. I think last year it was sort of 
No, I think last year, too, you got eight tickets. Pretty sure it's eight tickets. You get eight slices. I mean, it's basically a full pie, uh, but um, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal event. It's really a lot of fun, and uh, this is the third annual, and they raise money, obviously, uh, for Snug Harbor, which is a place that's near and dear to my heart uh, on Staten Island. All right, let's dive into it. Pie Eye Pills by Source. Uh, this was a collab, and I, I, I don't have the can in front of me um, to give you the, the, the name of the company that they were collabing with. Fabulous brew. Drinks easy. Really enjoyed it. Um, I'm liking you know the Pilsner Lager stuff more and more. IPAs, I'm sort of, you know, I'll drink them. But I'm sort of staying away from them. I haven't bought a lot from Source in the last few months. Um, my my fridge has been pretty full. I'm trying to, you know, weed it out and get it down uh, to a manageable level. So um, I, I do need to work on that uh, over the summer. So it's a little more empty and not as full with stuff that's just sitting there for months, which I don't necessarily like to do. Speaking of IPAs, though, Photobomb by District 96, juicy, creamy, dank, fantastic beer. Uh, ended up getting this at Craft and Carry at St. Mark's Place. Um, what a great little spot on uh, St. Mark's Place in uh, on the east side of Manhattan. Um, you can drink, you, you know, they got beer on tap. They got beer to go. You can get buy cans of beer and drink them there. I got a couple of cans to go. Phenomenal, uh, phenomenal event, uh, phenomenal place. Excuse me, uh, and really, really good stuff. Um, Pursuing Paradise by Wet Ticket. This is a fantastic Mexican lager. I love this beer so much. Easy drinking on this one. Uh, it's a beer you can just go back over and over and over and over again and never get bored of it. Uh, Tim really knocked it out of the park with this one. Love it. Although, I have to say, his American uh, Bright Ale uh, that he has, or American Vibe Ale, I forget, what it, I, forget what it, I forget what it is. It's like a 5%er. That's a beer they need to can. It's a great beer. It was only on tap. It's out. They're, they're, you know, they're, uh, they're doing another batch. But that is just a fantastic beer. It tastes good. It's easy drinking at 5%. It gives you the characteristics of that hazy, juicy IPA without being, you know, a 7 8% where you get filled up too quickly uh, or it's way over the top. It's just a delicious beer, uh, and I really enjoy it very much. Um, that's definitely something he needs to put in cans. Um, then I had, uh, this was a, that was at Paragon Tap and Table because they were doing a whole thing for Cinco de Mayo. But then I had, which I haven't had these guys in a while, and I, I will admit I should I should get over there at some point because it's been a couple of years since I've been to the brewery. Uh, but Ghost Talk Brewing, um, I, I they had a double Apex Predator on tap um, over at, at Paragon, and I have to tell you, it's been a day since I've had anything from these guys. This is a slamming double IPA, delicious. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, I, I, it was a choice between this and I think two other beers and I ended up opting for this and boy, I'm glad I did because it's a fantastic beer. Delicious. Uh, well done and, uh, need to get over to ghost talk at some point because you know what? You go to ghost talk right across the street is Rut's hut. You can't beat it. You get a couple of rippers. You have a couple of ghost talk beers and, uh, you're in business. And then finally sip of sunshine by Lawson's finest. Uh, What a classic beer. It's so good. Um, they now have Sip of Sunshine in stovepipe cans if you want to get them in stovepipe cans at 19 ounces. Although I always think 19 ounces is a lot. 16 ounces I think is a lot because normally what ends up happening is you don't have a glass big enough that fits the whole 16 ounces in there, right? So a little bit gets left behind. So you're sipping it and you're drinking it. And then what ends up happening? That last bit that's in the can, it gets warm. 
So that's one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, I wish it was in a 12-ounce can. Now, I get why brewers do 16-ounce cans. Uh, some opt for 12-ounce cans in lagers, which I think is great. Um, I find that I would drink 12-ounce cans a little bit quicker because they stay cold. Uh, maybe it's because you're drinking them faster. I, I don't know. It's, you know, it's not an exact science. Uh, again, I get why it's 16-ounce cans. I understand it. Four packs, easier to transport, um, you know, price point and all that other stuff. I totally understand that. But sometimes I do like to see some beers uh, in 12-ounce cans because I think it's um, – and, you know, this way you don't feel overwhelmed either. You don't feel like you're rushed to try and drink that last, you know, three or four ounces that's still sitting in the can because you're afraid that you're going to – uh, you know, you're not going to drink it fast enough, and it's going to be, it's going to end up being warm. So you don't want that either. Um, that's it for this week's show. My thanks to everybody involved in the program. Um, I have no idea who's going to be on next week, uh, but we are working on some things. I'm trying to get some stuff done because the following week I will be off a couple of days because of the Atlantic City Beer Music Fest, which is taking place June 3rd and 4th at Baderfield in Atlantic City. And I hope to see you down there on Saturday from 2 to 6. It's going to be a phenomenal event. Uh, And, of course, last but not least, we have to thank the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.